reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in. Become a paid subscriber to Preston Super Show at anchor.fm slash Preston's Super Show slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and God bless. Welcome to Preston Super Show. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Now, today, let's just be real. You probably watched your team. Maybe they won. Maybe your team won yesterday or the day before or Thursday night. Okay. But there's only about three teams that actually looked ready. Like they, there was three teams that looked ready for the NFL season. Okay. We'll talk about that. But first, I got to shred. I got, I got to just start shredding because this ain't right, folks. This ain't good. Let's start with my team. Let's not start with Thursday night, Bills, uh, Rams, a, a fudder dud of a game. Let's start with my team, Green Bay Packers. What the fuck was that? No, I'm serious. What the fuck was that? All right. Number one, Aaron Rodgers, you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed. How long have you been around? And that's what your guys look like. See, the team is a reflection of their best player. Our best player is Aaron Rodgers, hands down. It's been for years. Okay? That's a reflection of of the current state of Packers football. Don't be confused. Don't be fooled. Don't buy into all this other shit. No. Forget that. No, 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 no. How much money do you make? No, 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 no. I'm not even trying to hear it. What the fuck was that? Minnesota Vikings? They're in a rebuild. Folks, it's pathetic. You actually made, you went out there, the Packers defense for the first time in a long time, let Kirk Cousins look good. And he's not that good, folks. He's not that good. They do have some weapons. Justin Jefferson, who, you know, it's kind of like last season. There was a game where he schooled the shit out of us. He had like 200 yards, something receiving, a couple touchdowns, a couple fucking hot dogs in the stands. I mean, he we were getting torched. But then we had a game and we locked him up. So I'm hoping kind of that's how it goes. Maybe not. Maybe not the way that looked. But you know what? Last year, the Packers did lose their first game, reeled off seven straight wins. So, I mean, there's that. But that was last season, folks. We had a different team. This is a different-looking team now. And we got a head coach that looks like a fucking squirrel. I mean, this guy, he's he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, we weren't, we didn't, you know, uh, we got to put a guy on, you know, this. What the fuck are you talking about? Did you get a linebacker, a fucking linebacker, covering their best receiver? You're you fucking smoke, dude. You fucking smoke, LaFleur. So the Vikings end up kicking our ass. They kicked our ass good. Like, they gave us something to remember them by. So, hopefully the Packers wake the fuck up. Now, I'm done with them. I'm done with the fucking purple cocksuckers. I don't like the Vikings at all. I don't like the Vikings. I don't like their fans. I don't give a shit. Don't care who hears it. Now, let's go Thursday Night Football. All right, let's let's start where you know it began. Bills versus Rams, folks. The fucking Rams are are not what you think they are. They're just not. They're just not. You're gonna 
run around the fucking block with your little Rams gear on, and and you're just going to be fucking let down all year. Then you got the Bills, who everybody's, you know, pretty much bumping them up. Like, they're going to be the team. They're the team to beat. Look like the team to beat to me. Look like they want to win. Look like they want to play football. Looks like they don't just like having the money. They don't just like having the nice car. They want to earn it. So maybe, you know, some other teams can take some notes here. But, but you know, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and their running backs actually playing hard. Their defense actually stepping up, making plays. They look good. They look good Thursday night. The Bills did. The Rams, they look like dog shit. Saints versus Falcons. Okay, let's start. Kick it off right. Get to Sunday. Cooler heads prevail. And the Falcons are going to be the Falcons. They're going to fucking lead you. You know, we can lead the Falcons to the water all we want, but that doesn't mean they're going to fucking drink. And here you go. Pretty much had this game in the bag. But their defense is so shit. They just let Jameis Winston start throwing uh, the ball around like a whiz kid. And all of a sudden, we can't, they can't stop shit. They can't stop anything. Nothing. Then you got the Saints. What are they doing? They're not doing nothing good. What? Are, what the? Who is a Saints fan? Show me a Saints fan because I'm not believing they have fans. I believe that's all paid actors in the stands. Come on now. Come on, Saints. You guys got bailed out. You do not look good. The Falcons look worse. You know, for a minute there, they had something with Ritter, and it looked like, oh, maybe. But then you start seeing them do that stupid shit where you're like, why are you running the ball as a quarterback thinking, well, I'm going to run the ball, but I'm not going to hold on to it because, you know, I get hit and these guys aren't going to hit me that hard. It's the fucking NFL. These guys are so much bigger than college. Like in that one off season, they've boof, buffed up. Imagine a guy being there four or five years. The motherfuckers hit you and you're going to fumble that ball if you don't protect it. So it was a lot of that going on around the league. I've seen a lot of that shit happening. Thank God for NFL Red Zone for allowing us to see some of this shit going on. Um, and that's what it was. It was a shit salad. Um, you have the Falcons. They go 0-1. Saints at the end up winning 27-26. to Neither one of those teams look good. Don't Don't be fooled. I mean, in the second half, the Saints came on. In the first half, the Falcons were hot. They're, they're, they fucking play a half of football, folks. They're playing a fucking half of football. Steelers, Bengals, and that game right there, that game right there, Stingles, Steelers, Bengals, is going to fucking show you how important a kicker is. The Bengals had two chances to win this game and put it, like, fucking done. We're out of here. We're going, see ya, going to the bar. Nope, nope, couldn't do it. Fucking steel curtain. End up showing up and shutting them down. But Steelers got a lot of problems, man. Number one, you guys got all your chips put in Mitchell Trubisky. That's your biggest problem. I mean, they have a couple quarterbacks they can switch out to. But what the fuck? You know what I mean? What the fuck does that matter? Your biggest problem is going to be T.J. Watt being gone because T.J. Watt kept you guys in that game. Don't lie to me. Don't tell me it was Mitchell Trubisky kept you in that game. It was T.J. fucking Watt. And as soon as he went out, you guys were fucking holding your breath. You guys were fucking, 
Oh, man, it was bad. No, 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 no. Don't give me that shit. Don't give me that. You Steelers fans, you guys got bailed out this week. And for the Bengals, for a team that went to the Super Bowl, doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. Joe Burrow with the, you know, I understand, you know, a guy maybe drops a pass. It's frustrating. Guy, you know, kicker, all he's got to do is kick the fucking field goal. It's all we pay him to do. He couldn't do it. It's frustrating. I get it. But the eye rolls and the bad posture and the woe is me. That shit with Aaron Rodgers, too, is so fucking tiring. Like, dude, get over yourself. You know what I mean? You obviously, you know what you have. You've been bitching about guys dropping the ball. But focus on the Bengals. Focus on the Bengals. They had every opportunity to win that game and still lost. No, they didn't look good. No, they didn't. Neither one of those teams. Then you had the piss-ass Bears. I can't fucking stand the Bears. I can't fucking stand the Bears. I can't fucking stand their fans. I can't fucking stand their field. I can't fucking stand shit about the fucking Bears. Fuck them. Then you got somehow the 49ers just collapsed. Just imploded on themselves. I haven't seen that in a while where a team was looking really fucking good and then just fucking shoe drop, shoe drop. We're we're done, folks. We're done. And here's the Bears. Mid offense, below mid. That fucking offense is mid at best. Defense, nah. That defense is, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. You held the 49ers to 10 points. They're playing with Trey Lance. He wouldn't even be in there if Jimmy Garoppolo was healthy. You know, Kittle wasn't doing nothing. He wasn't playing. You guys were playing against a fucking half-assed 49ers team. And, you you know, you held them to 10 points. Oh, good fucking job. Good fucking job. No, the Bears suck. They're going to suck all year. The 49ers, uh, they got the Seahawks next. I believe they got the Seahawks. That's not good. Because the Seahawks are going to be fired up. We'll talk about that. But neither one of those teams look good. They both suck. They both fucking suck. Then you got the Browns versus the Panthers. Here we go. 26-24. You know, revenge games aren't real. They're not real. Baker Mayfield, is he's really easy to not like. That guy is, like, so easy to not like. He's so crass. And here's the Browns who come down there. And you know what? I probably should have picked the Browns just to stick it to Baker Mayfield. I don't like the guy, but that's okay. I'm not trying to be his friend. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, ta- I'm talking the way I want to talk, and that's how it's going to be. So the Browns, the fucking shit stain of the NFL, they go down to uh, the Carolina Panthers. They show up in this field where, you know, the Panthers don't bring a lot of fans into that field. It looks like fucking Jacksonville. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't look like they even have a, a fan base. Like, like it looked like there was more fucking Browns fans there. Like, it's not good for Carolina people. Um, Like, support your fucking team, dude. Whatever. They choke. They choke. And that, that goes to show you, if you're the Carolina Panthers and you choke against the shit stains... You guys are not going to hold up during this NFL season. You're not holding up. You're not holding up. Get ready for a quarterback change in the near future. 
get ready for a coaching change in the near future. That that looked ugly. But for the Browns, good for them. Good for them. They they were doing some things that probably gives, you know, their fans some hope. You got the win. You went and did, you took care of business. You get the win, you, that means you took care of business, okay? That's the bottom line. It may not be good business, but you took care of the business. So you have kind of an interesting situation there where Baker Mayfield really didn't show any reason why he should have been staying in Cleveland. They've already moved on and got a win over you. They've already moved on and got a win over you, dude. The fuck you gonna do with that? Then you have a game where we found out that there's two really bad defenses. Like, bad. The Lions defense is atrocious. But the Eagles defense, they can't fucking stop a trash can rolling down a hill. I mean, these guys, wow, you guys are bad. Stinky. Woo, P-U. Man, the Eagles suck. The Lions are always going to suck. They're always going to suck. They'll win four or five games and keep their their 10 fans. You know what I mean? No, fuck that. Fuck that. Couldn't root for that. The Eagles, though, you know, I don't like those guys. I never really liked the Eagles. What's there to like? What's there to like? They come from city brotherly love shows no fucking love. So what's there to like with the Eagles? Nothing. Nothing at all. They do a little eagle dance, fly eagle, fly. Get the fuck out. Fly the fuck out of here. So they come into Detroit and win 38-35. Who's surprised about that? I mean, I thought the Lions, you know, maybe you'll catch the Eagles in the first game. You catch them a little off guard because they're on the road. and Traveling in your first game is always difficult for the first fucking game. But the Lions still found a way to shoot themselves in the foot. A couple, I mean, they shot themselves in the foot a couple times. They had opportunities. But you just see that Jared Goff is not a closer, not a closer, not a closer, not a finisher. And then on the other side with Hurts, I just feel like he's going to get himself hurt with all that running. But I mean, you know what? He's he's being a little bit more disciplined. Brown stepping up at wide receiver. Things like that are, are going to help the Eagles, but their defense is not helping them at all. They're going to run into a lot of problems. That's going to be something to pay attention to moving forward. But both those teams suck. I don't like either one of them. Then you got the Baltimore Ravens versus the New York Jets. Okay. Who was surprised there? Number one, the Jets are bad. Bad. You guys are bad. Like, I'm saying it like they did something wrong. You Bad. You did it. You, bad. But the Baltimore Ravens, you got Lamar Jackson. This guy's operating without a new contract. He goes out there, shuts the fucking lights off on the fucking... Uh, Jets field shuts the lights off go home Jets you stink we don't want to watch you don't put them on prime time what for Lord please do not let them put the Jets on no primetime TV no one will tune in not even the Jets fans amen but the Ravens they're worth watching on primetime they looked good defense was good they're one of the teams that look good all right here's one of the teams the Ravens look good I guess I'm shredding teams today, but I mean, let's talk about the Ravens. You know, Lamar Jackson looked right. His receivers are playing hard for them. They're getting open. They're not dropping the fucking ball. 
Then you got the running backs who are pounding it. And you got Lamar Jackson who can run probably just as good as any running back in the league right now. Okay. So you have a good uh, system there in Baltimore. I'm not a fan of the running quarterback thing, though. I, I think you're just asking for a problem. I think you're asking for an injury. Patriots versus the Dolphins. Here's a second team that looked good. Was the Dolphins. Imagine a fucking Bill Belichick team showing up and getting doused. I mean, the the Dolphins were doing the the Gatorade celebration at the beginning of the game because they knew the fucking Patriots were shit. They knew that that quarterback they got back there is not all that. They knew that their wide receiver uh, core is thin, that their defense can't stop anything. So the Dolphins just ate them up like they should. And that shows me because I you know, look, I'm folks, I'm getting old. I've been around for all of Bill Belichick's games since before he was around. I was watching football before Bill Belichick was coaching. I was watching football. OK, what I'm saying is, and I mean, head coach, before he's a head coach, I'm watch. I was watching football. OK, let's make it clear. Watching that. I know what they have now. And they have talent. But they don't have depth. And without depth in the NFL, the talent doesn't mean shit. That doesn't mean nothing. That's going to go away by week five or six. Most most of the guys you're depending on, the big, big names, a lot of those guys are fucking hurt, bitching about an injury in week five or week six. Nowadays, that's how the game is. It's not the same. It's not your grandfather's NFL. It's not your dad's NFL. Right? It's a different breed. These guys, they're looking for every fucking way out. So remember that. Remember that. Don't put too much stock into these motherfuckers. But here you go with the Patriots. Seven points against the fucking Dolphins. Well, I mean, they've retooled for like the last 10 years. So it's about time they have some good product on the field. And the Dolphins, again, they don't pack the fan. They don't pack the stadium. They don't pack it in. Look at the fucking TV. They don't got no one's there. A couple drunk people from the bar stumbled in. That's that's their fan base. So no, the Dolphins are not. They're not bad, but they're not great. What they are is they're gonna they're gonna take advantage of that division. They're gonna take advantage of that weak ass wussy ass division, and they're gonna pounce on these teams. And they should stick it to them, make it count. So then we got. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars up against Washington Commanders. Let me take a drink here. Let me have a drink. Okay. You accept that? Will you, will you be accepting of that? So you got the Jaguars. Washington Commanders. How can you go wrong, Jaguars? How can you go wrong? Here's the Washington fucking Commanders. Botch the name. Should have left it the Redskins. Fuck it. Who cares? Change it. Should have called yourself the fucking rainbows, okay? Should be the Washington fucking rainbows. How about that? Would that make you happy? Would that make you fucking, eh? Motherfuckers. Jacksonville Jaguars come in. I'm taking the gloves off. I'm fucking taking the gloves off. Here we go. Jacksonville Jaguars come in. Trevor Lawrence, number one fucking pick. Best. Here's their best guy. Look like shit. Then you have on the other side, the commanders. I'm not going to rip on Carson. Wentz went out there, did his thing. 
I mean, they did do their thing. They didn't look good until the end of the game when they, when they, I mean, and you're playing the Jaguars. What does looking good mean when you play those fucking bozos? They got no defense. Everybody keeps talking about their defense. What the fuck are you talking about? They look small. They look tiny. They look little. Then you have the Washington Commanders. They just got too much beef on that front line. I mean, what the fuck do you think you're going to do with that? So, no, the Jaguars were not going to hold up. They were not going to hold up in that one. So, here comes Washington. And everybody's kind of wondering about this team. This is one of those dark horse teams. I'm going to tell you that right now. The Washington Commanders, even though they fucked that name up bad, they are a dark horse team this year. And uh, they they have... They've, they've made some right moves, so we'll see how that pans out. Then we get to some funny business, like a tie. What the fuck? Indianapolis Colts. Here's everybody talking up the Colts. Where you fucking, where are you coming from with this? You guys just all of a sudden wake up in the fucking summertime and just, my team's going to win. You know what I mean? Have you not been paying attention? If you not been paying attention, they couldn't even get fucking past the Texans. Who? What? You guys. Come on now. And I'm not knocking the Texans. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Don't don't think oh I'm shitting on Texans too. No, not really, because that was their game to win, if you watch. They were up like fucking twenty to three. And fucking fell apart then almost blew it folks that, that, that doesn't look good that's not a good thing you know what i mean um but you'd rather have a tie than a loss you really would you'd rather have a tie than a loss but it's not a win it's not a win by any means so yeah you you had a golden opportunity if you're the houston texans those opportunities like that you got to make those count baby you got to make those count you can't fuck that up and then come and say that you're a great team. No, no, that you no. It is one. It's only one week, folks. But it fucking matters. Fuck that. Fuck this. It's one week. It don't matter. It matters. It fucking matters. So the Texans they botch it. End up tying with the Colts. They play five quarters. The fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Raiders versus the Chargers. Well, here's one I got right. Here's one I I fucking knew. Here's the Raiders. You know, they tried to throw some fucking shade. Shame on them for for throw, trying to throw shade on the Packers. Devontae, they put up his little thing. I'm watching the Packers versus the motherfucker purple cocksuckers. And they have this little thing come up. And it says, this is what it says. Devontae Adams this many yards. And then it shows the Packers wide receivers. After motherfucker dropped the ball and shit. Trying to throw shade on it. Fucking still lost. All that talent, all that money, Derek Carr, Waller, fucking Devontae Adams, all these other guys, and you still got fucking shit on. Shut up. Shut up, Raiders fans. You ain't doing dick. Then you got the Chargers who look like we thought they would. They look like we thought they would. Pretty good defense. Offense taking a step in the right direction. Uh, I would say... Did they look good for about three quarters? 
and then that fourth quarter, they looked like they were ready to almost lose. Like they were ready to just kind of get out of there. Like guys are at home. Where, where the fuck are you going to go? I don't know. But Herbert, I like Herbert. I like him. I like him because so many people hate him. And when there's, when there's that type of guy, I start getting behind that person. I start getting, I go against the fucking grain. Fuck that. So here you got an upset, a real upset, like a real upset. And that was the New York Giants beating the Tennessee Titans 21 to 20. No, nobody's seen that. That was the fucking Super Bowl for the Giants. A lot of people may not even see that. Like, they might not see that fucking shit. This was a Super Bowl for them. They knew damn well if we don't win this game, it's a fucking long road from here. But if we win this game, we might have something. We might have something. Did they look good? Fuck no. They fucking scraped by. 21 to 20. But the Titans have a lot of shit to work out. Defense held up for a while. Then they slow down. You're going to find out what kind of depth they have moving forward. But at quarterback, you're getting the same. Nothing really changed there. But running the ball. Who would have thought them running the ball would be like a fucking anxiety attack. You know what I mean? Like, they're just having trouble getting off the fucking line. So, I don't know. Because the Giants' defense is not that fucking good. So, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, they got, did they get rid of Blake Martinez? They're one of their fucking studs. So, yeah, nah, I'm not buying into that. Something's up with the Titans. Be weary of them. Be very fucking leery of the fucking Tennessee fucking Titans. A team that really did look good, like really good, was the Kansas City Chiefs. They really shut me up. They shut me up this week because I said, man, Arizona Cardinals at home. Kyler Murray's got a lot of shit to prove, and he's got to start proving it. Couldn't do it. Fold it up. Fold it up like a fucking lawn chair. Go back to Call of Duty, dude. You're not going to cut it in this league. Then you got Kansas City Chiefs. Who, they just fucking, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like turning back the clock to, to you know what I mean, for Patrick Mahomes. That guy doesn't fucking, he's not aging at all. I mean, he looks good out there. All this talk, this guy, or this quarterback's this, and this quarterback's this, and he's, this guy's got this many MVPs. Fuck all that. Who looked good this week? Patrick fucking Mahomes did. He fucking lit that team up. The fucking Chiefs pounded on Bird Gang. Imagine that. On the road. And they show up. Good grief. A lot can be learned from that fucking game. A lot can be learned from that fucking game. You get Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey going. It's going to be trouble. You don't need fucking Tyreek Hill. He's afterthought he's down in Miami he's doing good but he's an afterthought for them they're not worried about Tyreek Hill they got next man up mentality in Kansas City some other teams need fucking next man up mentality in this bitch now we'll talk about yesterday's game last game and I'm signing out because I just want to come on here and shred a little bit that's it I just wanted to riff a little bit with you have some fun take some take my shots you know what I mean and I did my reel 
about this. Did my reel about the package. You go on Instagram, Instagram.com slash heavy P eight one five. Same thing as TikTok. Same thing as what the fuck ever you use. Heavy P eight one five. You're not gonna have a tr- have trouble finding me at all. So here come the Broncos, who I really thought this is a great matchup for you guys. <laughs> wow, was I fucking wrong? Here they come. On the fucking field, on the fucking Clydesdale, and here you got fucking the Seahawks, little fucking bird in the sky beat you guys. Come on, man. Pete Carroll, gum, always chewing the fucking gum. What the fuck? You can't lose to that fucking doofus. Come on, man. Come on, man. You can't lose to that. They look like shit. The Seahawks look like shit. Geno Smith played one half of football. You know how many points were scored in the second half of that game? Three fucking points. Shut the fuck up. Geno Smith is this. Geno, I'm seeing all these things on social media. Geno Smith is this. He fucking sucks. He, ex- what he did was throw the, move the ball around. Okay. That's a, a smart thing he did. Not in the second half, in the second half, they shut his ass down. Shut him down, boy. So no, he he's a he's a one half quarterback. Prove me wrong. Don't at me. Prove me wrong. What I'm saying is, the Broncos had that game. If you would have gave that guy a closer field goal, fifty three yards instead of sixty four yards, you guys expect this dude to boot a sixty four yard? You guys are fucking smoke. You're fucking smoke. You need your heads examined. Fifty three, fifty four yards. Broncos win that game. He kicks that bitch. They go home happy because they decided for some reason, the Broncos decided we're not going to go try to score a touchdown. We're going to dink and dunk at that bitch. Like they did. They threw a screen pass that was easily figured out. Then they threw a little, uh, sl- a little slide route. That didn't go nowhere. So they ended up losing yards. Now they're going to ask the kicker to come. Hey, can you come win the game for us? Hey, you know, I'm, I mean, we haven't really bothered you. Can you come out here and kick this shit? And he comes out there. The first one he made, but they had done something. Fuck, he called the timeout. They fucking shot themselves in the foot. Then they have him come back out there. Here he comes out there. It looked like fucking Charlie Brown and Lucy. I mean, scoop. Nothing. Fucking nothing. Nothing ass team. Then you got the Seahawks. Another nothing ass team. With their fucking toxic fan base. 12th man bullshit. No one. Fuck your 12th man in your hawk's nest. Fucking put that in your motherfucking hawk's nest, bitch. Look, the Broncos are, uh, they're fucking a sad fucking team right now. Sad. Their defense is not good. The Seahawks defense is not good. Other teams that are smart are going to expose that and blow the daylights out of this team. Like, that's what's going to happen. But when it comes to this particular game, this game was fun to watch for the first half. And then in the second half, it just seemed like it wasn't even the defenses doing good. It was the offenses folding on themselves. That's what I watched. I don't know if your eyes work. My eyes work. 2020, bitch. I mean, come on. I got 2020 vision. Don't tell me that uh, these motherfuckers are playing good football. Don't tell me Geno Smith's the motherfucking MVP. This guy had a one 
good half of football. In a in a sixty minute game, he played a good thirty minutes. Get the fuck out of here! Get the, don't fucking bother me. So we got Thursday night football. You see it at the bottom there, scrolling by Chargers versus Chiefs. That I'm gonna tell you right now, that's gonna be a good game. Um, the Chargers are in a little bit of trouble with them. They're in a little bit of trouble because right now the Chiefs are feeling really good and they're going back home. Right now, the Chargers are feeling good. They probably got a, a night of red, maybe two nights, and then they got to, you know, they might already be getting ready to go to Kansas City today. Like, today they might be pulling. I don't know what their thing is, how they work it, whatever. But they're not feeling that comfortable because they know they just played the Raiders. They got a little banged up. Now they got to go play the Chiefs, who are fucking firing on all cylinders. Just, mm, mm, mm. Patrick Mahomes, where you at, boy? Wow. And he's just, he's not messing around. He's not playing around with it. So. You heard it all. We went through all the teams. We went through all the games. You know, some people want to throw you stats and tell you all that. Like, you don't got the internet at your fucking fingertips, and you already could see that shit. You got the score app, the fucking ESPN app. Or you know the fucking stats. What you want to hear is what went wrong. Who's doing bad? Who's the dark horse? Who's doing good? That's what you came here for. You come here for all that other stupid shit. Let me show you one more thing today. If I roll out of here, let me hold on a second. Hold on. All right, here we go. This came in today. I want you all to go out today. I want you all to go out today. Pick up a copy of my book, Badge in the Shadows. Okay, it's going to make you feel good. It's going to make this look, folks, this is a great read. When I wrote this book, okay, when I wrote this book. Understand this. I didn't write the book so that you had to sit there for a fucking week to read it and finish it. I wrote the book. So you sit down, you open it up and you're instantly pulled in. You finish the book, you get done with it. And you're asking me, where's the next one? That's how badge in the shadows is written. And yes, I am working on the next one currently am. And there's four planned for this particular series. Okay. But I also have a short story coming out on Halloween unrelated. Okay. But there is a short story coming out on Halloween. It's going to drop on Halloween at midnight. And that one, I'm thinking about being nice. I'm thinking I'm just going to do like a, a paid thing where, okay, you come in, you 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 pay a dollar, maybe $2, you're able to read the, the story. Okay? that That's what I'm thinking because this one is going to cost. Look, it look at the artwork on that. Folks, that, that wasn't cheap. This is not cheaply made. This took a lot, a lot of time and work and effort and just so much, so much. And there's a mystery. In it. There's romance here. There's a thrill ride. Folks, there's poetry in this book. There's things in this book you're going to read you've never heard in your life. This book Folks, this book right here, Badge in the Shadows, written by me, Preston Olson, this book will change your life for the better. This is not a fucking 12-step manual. This is a great, compelling story, a one-of-a-kind story. There's no other modern noir like this. There's no other. Put this up against any fucking crime book you know. Put it up against it. I will do that all day long. Because I know 
what I've written. I know the work I've put in. So I'm asking you today. I got the link. It'll be below. Go pick yourself up a copy. Okay. I know a lot of people don't want to do the ebook thing. Hey, look, it's cheaper. I'm running a sale through the whole month. $12 ebook right now. If you go to the store, you're about to pay about 28 bucks for this. You got 28 bucks for this? If you do, God bless you. You want it signed? Let me know. What I'm saying, what I'm saying to you today is you will not be sorry that you bought this book. This is not a book that you're going to read and go drop off at the thrift store. This is a book you're going to read. You got room for it to stay on your sh- your bookshelf. Someone else in the family, you know they like mysteries. They like romance. They like thrillers. Boom, there you go, Badger in the Shadows. How you like that? Get it out there, folks. Help me get it out there. I'm counting on you. I love y'all. Appreciate you very much. Thank you for tuning in. If I if I shit on your team today, I understand you may not want to buy the book. Get over yourself. Get over yourself. Support independent authors. Support independent authors. Not these big namers. Not these people that got ghost writers. Everybody and their little mama coming in and writing a little line on that and, and helping them out with this and telling them. No, 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 folks. This all was me. All me. Every last word. It came from here. It came from here. And I'll talk a lot more about this book. I'll probably do a whole podcast dedicated to it. Maybe read a little bit from it. But the main, because there's a lot in here. What I was able to do was get it into a point where you kind of open the book, but every page is stacked. You know what I mean? And you're involved with the story. It's, it's one, it's the best page turner of the year. The best page turner of the year. They're not going to give me my credit because they don't give you your credit until way, way down the road. But I'm telling you today, it's the best page turner of the year. Badge in the shadows, folks. Badge in the shadows. You can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong with it. God bless you all. I really appreciate you all today on this day. And, you know, wherever you're at, I hope it's beautiful. I really do. I really, really am hoping wherever you're at today, it's beautiful because I know things are getting hard. Times are getting tougher. But one thing you can do, one thing you can really do is when you pick up a, a good book like Badge in the Shadows, you can zone out. You you can forget your problems. You can forget your problems. And what you're going to do is you're going to come back with a better mindset. You're going to come back feeling fulfilled, feeling a type of fulfillment from reading this story. Because this is a one of a kind. There, folks, there is no other badge in the shadows. Go look. There, there, it's not there. There's one badge in the shadows written by one man. Preston Olson. Me. Okay? Me. I wrote the badge in the shadows. I wrote it because I believed in it. I wrote it because it was a story that was moving for me. Emotionally. Spiritually. Folks, people talk about a journey. Folks, this is a journey. This is a journey. Yeah, it is. People can talk all they want about this and that. No, no, no. That's a fucking job. That's a career. No, no, no. That's not a journey. That's what you're supposed to do. Folks, this is a fucking journey. This is a real journey. God bless you. Have a good day. You know, may peace be over you and your family. And I really do believe you deserve the best. But if you're playing the Green Bay Packers, you're going down. Just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night, everybody.